Welcome to the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... John! It's little Jono. Hey, baby! Hey, hey, what's, what's going on? Hey, I didn't, I didn't see Raphael. Uh, fucking hey, I'm, a, I'm as big as a mountain. <laughs> he ain't little. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, hi, hello, welcome, oh, guys. <laughs> We are into season two of Dexter. Yes, we are. Holy shit. What was the episode we just watched? Yeah, we're on season two, episode one. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Ah, yes. Okay. Episode one. I'm so excited. This was such a good start to our new season. Let's jump into it. Yes, please. So we have Dex getting ready at the apartment. He's packing up some stuff. He's talking about how tonight is the night. So very on brand for him. Oh, yes. Uh, we move from the apartment to traffic. And he keeps just saying all these vague lines. Like, it's not what I want, but it's the only way I know how to survive. Yes. But we do see that Dokes is following Dex. And, yeah, he says the line, or Dex says the line, I'm coiled and ready to strike, but it's bowling. <gasps> oh, he meant a bowling strike every time i think about bowling i think about uh zelda skyward sword bomb bowling bomb bowling bomb bowling, bowling. um <laughs> but yeah he's bowling and he's he has a little workplace uh bowling team called bowl till you bleed which so is it, well no it works for dexter because we know he's a serial killer it's a horrible name for like cops to have it's <laughs> it's not it's not great it just no. it's yeah at least half of that group they're in forensics so i guess it makes a little more sense for like dexter and masuka but batista and who the fuck is the fourth hat wearing member yeah who the fuck stole batista's hat <laughs> jokes his spot in the team yeah because yeah. <laughs> also like I, why wouldn't dokes just say He'll be on the team. Right? Now, I get it. I get it. I get it. He's a dick a little bit. But it would be the perfect cover. Also, I really want to actually see Dokes bowl. I picture him being a very bad bowler and him just, motherfucker. Every time Dexter does better. Yeah. You know, Rob. We find out that it's been 38 days, 16 hours, and 12 minutes since he killed Biney. It's a long time. Uh, I love... Dokes is creepy toasts whenever Dexter sees Dokes from across the way. Oh, it's very good. Throughout this whole episode, my my main note for Dokes was he had predator eyes. He's just watching so closely. It's very good. So what was, what does the rest of the team, because Masuka or Batista or Forthy has to <laughs> notice that Dokes is there all the time. And they, they would have questions at the very least, I think. You'd think it's so. It's possible they haven't noticed dogs, but I, I think that's a happenstance if they hadn't. Well, that's it too. It's they have been bowling for over a month, and I guess Dokes has been following them this whole time. So, like, how haven't they noticed? Yeah, I don't understand if the the team knows if Dokes is there, but the fourth member of the team. Because they keep, like, hiding his face and putting him in the back. It always it reminded me of, and prepare yourself for a very dated reference, Green Day. 
No. Where there's three of them in the band. Uh-huh. And then, like, if you would see them live or whatever, there would be a fourth person. And, like, I remember, that was fine, because they're, they're concerting, so maybe they need a little <laughs> bit of backup. That's fine. Sure. But then, like, I remember in uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends, in between Jamie Bell yelling at the Westworld lady, <laughs> uh, there's a fourth person just there, but they're, like, in shadow. And I'm like, what the fuck? Just add him into your fucking band <laughs> or don't but don't be like it's the three-person band we kind of have a fourth one anyway you could have just done a team of three i don't know who this fourth person is and i'm really excited to see if he gets any lines oh um, my god we're on the watch out for fourthy <laughs> uh batista comes up to dex and is talking all about energy and interconnectedness because nina left which reminded me that we all have an overly upbeat friend who's Maybe not into crystals, but, you know, trying to whatever. <laughs> they bowl for a bit longer, and then Dokes leaves. He loses patience and leaves, which is great. Yes. So that gets Dex free for the night. Yes. Which, again, I'm wondering, did they finish the game, and then Dexter left? Or did, like, they had to, because Dex wouldn't just leave. No, no, no. You know? So anyway, I have questions. See, I thought that was the last move, and if Dexter did get a strike then they would have like moved on i think you're right the issue is is dokes leaving right then oh sure it feels weird but yeah i think you are right but no that gives dex time to go over to the voodoo store where he <laughs> is under the guise of needing a death curse he talks to jimmy sensio high priest who is blind yes and i like the i love a i love a i want to be in a situation where i need something from someone like this, like okay. A, not a death curse, but you know something of, of on the under the table. Oh method. yeah, I, and I, want, I got you. I want to like talk to somebody, and they're like, "No, I don't know what you're talking about." And you're like, "Here's a wad of cash," and they're like, "Come this way." Yeah. Which I really liked because <laughs> he was blind that he flicked and smelled the money. And I was like, that's that's, <gasps> yeah, that's right. a baller move, baby. It oof. I and well, and I also just love the idea of a blind serial killer too that's know? terrifying it's terrifying but it's also funny when the blind uh serial killer takes the other serial killer into the back and the other serial killer m99's <laughs> the blind one yeah <laughs> and dex sets up a kill room and it's a proper kill room sure which is you kind of realize how much scarier it would be to be blind and wake up and the cheek uh, cut and all that shit. Oh my shit. god, the whole thing. Yeah, where he's just, what is happening? Where the fuck am I? Well, Dexter's kind of feeling that way too. Because what the fuck is going on? Because his favorite part is ruined where he gets to show the killer their victims. Right. But this guy's blind, so he took it. Yeah, we find out that he sets up curses and mm -hmm. he murders the people to ensure that the curses uh, come true. He uses ricin. Like in yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, I like that too. And he's, uh, he, puts, he puts the ricin in the water bottles. Very simple, easy shit. But mm -hmm. as um, Dexter's trying to get information from him, Jimmy goes full demonic at one point. He's like, I am the one with the power in his hands. Look upon me. There is only Zool. Like, <laughs> he just fucking like, starts going for it. And yeah, it was great. And, and Dexter stop it. He slaps his face, which is great. I love it. He always does that when it comes to like people going uh, well, too much. Yeah, like 
otherworldly stuff or religious stuff, he just smacks him. Knock it off. Uh, yeah, he goes in for the kill. He talks about how he really needs it, but he can't do it. He has the serial killer version of erectile dysfunction. What? <laughs> and he just can't perform. So he naturally, what any man does when he can't perform, uh huh, they go on their boat and get drunk instead. That that sounds accurate. Yeah, that sounds a, right. And as he's on his boat and getting ready to go back, we get a nice uh, tease to the end of the episode yes. where uh, it focuses on the infrared of his dumping ground. We'll oh to, my goodness! We'll get to that because you, you can't come inside. You're you're back at your house or your your apartment. Oh yeah. You cannot come inside because it's locked. Ugh, Deb! Why are you working out in the middle of the night? Because I have the best t-shirt in the world. Yes, she does! Alive and well. It's a really good t-shirt. That was really funny. I don't don't think I'd noticed that one before. It was great. (laughs) Right? I don't think I did either. It's so good. Dex snaps at Deb a little bit, but admits that he had a bad bowling night. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, hey, Deb, I, I love everyone from here on out. Deb looks great. Some of that season one money's kicking in. She spent some time in Miami. So yes. She's, she's getting tan. They all look good. They all, they look, all look good. Yeah. Dexter's got good hair this season. They, they all look wonderful. They're all tan. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, yeah, season one with Dex and Deb especially, they feel very season one. Yes. In a show where, yeah, maybe they figure out the look a little bit later. Yeah. Not, not that it's bad, but yeah, it's just, it's nice when they, yeah, they look good. Oh, yeah. They look, oh, so great. Uh, Dex goes to the sink and washes the slide with Jimmy's blood on it, uh, saying he's pathetic, Dexter himself. And we get a flashback to Dex shooting guns, and he's super excited to go on a boar hunt. But Harry has to work. Yeah. He's got to work. You got to wait another week, Dexter. You can't do that. And if you read about serial killers, then you would know that. You would know me, Dad. Hey. Read this book. It's just Ted Bundy. Oh my god! Read it. You don't. You don't get me. No. Dex is pleading to go because he's like, I need this, and Harry's like, No. And he grabs the gun and it goes off. Oh shit! We'll figure out what happened later because it's the morning and we're at Rita's, and everybody take a shot. Because we have Cody. He has landed. Yes! Woo! This is Cody. I feel good. This is Cody. We love this kid. Oh my god, he's so cute. He's the cutest. Well, and even his very first interaction with him where he's just like, oh, where's the frosting on this one? And he still eats it. It's well, so cute. And even later when he's like, we're going to go visit my dad in jail today. You want to come? And Dex is like, no. And Cody, okay, yeah, all right. And it's just not this like, my dad, we're gonna go visit my dad in jail. You wanna come, please? Yeah. All this other bullshit. No, I fucking love this kid. Um, He's the cutest. I we we saw him in this before, um, and I remember we were watching this around the same time, uh, the first time I think. Okay. And I remember making the offhand comment. He looks a little bit like a young Rob McElhenney from Sunny, and I think like a yeah. week later we caught up with Sunny on the Christmas episode. Yeah. Where he plays young Mac. Perfect. So good. Also, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's what the the, the sunny was. So good. No, I was saying it's always sunny in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's the the one. He played, yeah. We finally caught up on that. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cute kid. I I do kind of want to see a Marvel Babies. 
You know, Marvel oh, babies. We make your dreams come true. Okay. All right. We got Cody and we're happy about it. Um, I think we're done with Cody Watch because we just like this kid now. Oh, he's adorable. Oh, he's so good. Anyway, Rita bursts in Boom. with a robe. And Speaking just, of tan and her hair is yeah. looking lush She's and gorgeous. Oof. She kidnaps Dex into the room, strips her robe off because she just had this urge. Mm. This is where we get to Dexter's real-life erectile dysfunction. Oh, no! Dex is having one of those days. Poor guy. So he gets back to his lab, and he's contemplating the kill, being like, well, he's blind, and I feel bad, but, like, not that much. What the? What is going on? I've killed several blind people. I've killed so many blind people. So many blind people and didn't feel anything, but what's going on now? Am I... It's like... It's... Dexter's going through what the Grinch went through when his heart grew three sizes. And he's like, what is, what is this? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Dokes bursts in, uh, in which Dex quickly changes to a titty sight. And I get it. And it's played for laughs and whatever. But he could have had a better sight. I, yeah. I know what he's doing. I get it. He's trying to show that he's valuable as a normal guy so that Dokes will leave him alone. But it's the opposite. The more he's acting normal, the more it's you realize how unnormal he is. Yeah, the more suspicious he looks. Yeah, also, that 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 titty sight, as as Dokes lovingly, lovingly uh, yeah. explains it. Yeah, it looks like an ad. Like it's yeah. not even like an actual porn site. Well, you weren't looking up porn in two thousand six, but it's pretty. Oh, spot on. I mean that's fair. Which gets me to, I think the title of this episode. Oh yeah, because. Dexter, yeah, he's looking at, he's like, I love, I love these tits. That tit, that tit, that tit. I love those tits. <laughs> and Dokes is like, if you love tits so much, in 10 years, why have you never rented a single porn title? To which I ask, who rents porn? What? Who, who, who out, does that? Outside of a hotel. And even then, come on. Yeah, you could do better. We all know that yeah. that's, that was aged even 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Who rents porn? <laughs> thank you. I'd like another one, please. Right? Oh, you, you're checking this like a blockbuster for porn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you, you like this one. Why don't you just buy it? I just, I like, I just like, I want to taste. I just want to taste. No, I mean, what, th- this was 2007 now. And I, I mean, I know blockbuster and all that stuff. That, that was still around until like, you know, the early 2010s. But yeah. no, but the internet was also around. You could you you could ask Jeeves <laughs> for porn, and he would and deliver. He would give it to you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are those? That's my box of old porn rentals I never returned. <laughs> awful, awful. It's, it's, oh, so old. Anyway, Dokes. Uh, they Dokes and Dex talk about the harassment, and Dokes challenges Dex to turn him. He's like, "Report me if you have such a problem with it," which we all both know Dex won't. For some reason. For some reason. Well, let's follow Dokes out to the bullpen, where we find LaGuerta frantically looking for shit mm-hmm. as Deb comes back to work. Yay! Applause! She helps Deb. Uh, Deb helps LaGuerta find the things she was looking for and weirdly hugs LaGuerta. <gasps> oh, it's the most awkward hug. I liked it. <laughs> oh, I I liked it too, but it was it was just LaGuerta's face. It was just like, oh, uh, uh. 
<laughs> it, was, it was good. La Guerta goes over to Pascal's office because uh, Pascal wants Deb to go back out on the field today. So we get to Pascal's office where Pascal wants to send Deb out into the field. And La Guerta's like, she's clearly not ready for this. I don't care what her psyche Val said. Yeah. And LaGuardia's like, or Pascal's like, well, then you partner with her and watch her. And Pascal, Pascal appreciates LaGuardia's professionalism, which is nice, but fuck you. A huge fuck you. And speaking of fuck yous, there are three dozen roses in Pascal's trash can. Yeah. Mm. Allergies, quote unquote. Uh, Crimes, which is funny because that's not even a good excuse. Because that just means you're kind of an asshole. Because you're like, oh, someone bought you something nice. And you're like, no, allergies. And you're like, "Mm, bad excuse. Bad excuse. Good excuse. Uh Uh, Crime scene. Crime scene where that gentleman was dead on the rocks. Ah, yes. Okay. Sometimes if you just keep talking, it sounds like you did a segue. Uh Uh-huh. And you didn't. But if you just barrel on with confidence, people won't skip back. Genius. Masuka asks about Deb's state, meaning her physical state, because he's uh, cringy, but, you know, he's a, he's a part of the family. Ugh, yeah, I love, the, I love the line where Masuka, they get to the body, and Masuka turns to Dex, and he's like, call it! And Dex says, heads, and he just goes to the head. He's like, you said call it. I love it! I always get the ass end. Dex uh, notices that a machete did this. Dokes connects that to the 29th Street Kings. And Dex is having an off day. Uh, he has his lens cap on. He steps in a bloody puddle. You're supposed to preserve the crime scene, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a good Masuka laugh. So we get out to Deb canvassing for witnesses. And uh, yeah, she starts getting harassed by the actor that plays Sean the Mechanic, which is yeah. one of those weird double casts. We yeah. watched we watched Deadwood uh, in December. Yeah, and they had one where there was a guy in season one, and he was this guy. And then in season two, that actor comes back, and he's clearly a different person. And yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" Right? It's like it's clearly the same actor. Yeah. You didn't even try. Yeah. Well, I mean, they <laughs> shaved his face a bit, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sean the mechanic's back for some reason, and he comes back and harasses Deb because he recognizes her from the news, which really sucks. Guerta is ready to. To jump in, but oh. that's okay. Yeah, Deb handles it like a champ. Then the victim's mom on the rock, the victim from the rocks, his mom rocks up saying it was little Chino. R- rocks up? Yeah. And <laughs> she's, she's saying it was little Chino. Uh, and she asks Dexter in Spanish to go find little Chino and kill him like a dog. Um, ah. The sister or daughter, however you want to put it, comes up, and she's as sad as that bloody baby boy from last season. And I, I particularly yes. liked Dokes' line of, uh, can we please secure this motherfucking crime scene? Right? <laughs> it's so good. All right. So, uh, hey, 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 hey. Hey, I got a fucking <laughs> gloppy goopy fucking thing, and we're going to the candy swamp. And we, we're going to do it with our fairy magic wands. Because forget about it. We're in prison. That's a nice story, Dad. But can we actually play the game hey, next hey, time? Hey, you listen to me. 
Paul Denozio. I'll talk to the <laughs> warden about finding some of those missing game pieces. You can't miss your game pieces. You gotta, you gotta keep the game pieces. Forget about it. So, yeah, sorry guys. Paul is in prison playing Candyland with his kids with missing pieces. One thing I really liked about this scene was I liked that guard that just, like, was like, hey, it's about time to wrap up. He said it silently, pointed to his watch, and Paul's like, all right, I got it. Yeah, it was very polite. I don't remember the last time I've seen someone in prison without a, like, hey, Jenkins, your time's up! And then they, like, wrestle him back into the back. There are so many scenes, uh, maybe I'm just thinking of Arrested Development, but it feels like there's so many where the prison guards are like, hey, your time's up! Say your goodbyes as they're, like, dragging him in the back. No no touching! Yeah, no touching. They don't allow you to have bees in here. (laughs) Okay, so at the end, as they're getting ready to leave, prison Paul asks Rita to hang back, and uh, he, I need the shoe. Hey, I was set up. Dexter, it's just like, Dexter set you up. He's like, someone set me up because I don't have my shoe. You know? Ah, no. You don't get the shoe. Dexter isn't involved. Goodbye, Paul. Hey, I don't belong here. This place is hardcore. I can't stay here any longer, Rita. Hey. (laughs) Your accent's all over the place. This is the last Paul I get to do. Just let me have this. (laughs) I spared all of you a season's worth of a New York accent. Just let me have this episode. (laughs) I will allow it. Thank you. Back at the precinct, Batista brings in Ava, the victim's mom, and sets him up with the girl. I loved the Dexter line, and I mean Dexter, the show line, of that girl is going to need more than crayons to make her world right. (laughs) I don't... Look, Dex, I don't think that's why they offered her crayons, all right? They were like, oh, she's fixed. Yeah. Go out there and be somebody. She'll be all right. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh... Dex goes to Deb immediately, and ooh, Dex is like, how you doing? And Deb responds with, LaGuardia's just jealous the ice truck killer decided to fuck me, not her. Wow! <laughs> yeah! Ooh, straight out of the gate. My God! My, well, but yeah, like, I love it when Dexter has the same reaction that we do. <laughs> wow! Dex begins to probe on little Chino, and uh, Deb starts telling him about all the people and everyone's afraid of him and yeah. all this shit. When, uh, what has to be one of my favorite scenes, maybe of the whole series, <laughs> when Dokes brings little Chino in, <laughs> it looks like Kevin Hart and The Rock. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> that, that is perfect. That is so perfect. He is a monster. He is so big. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I see even Dexter's line. He's like, yes, a new challenge. A mountain to climb. God. God. uh, We get back to that flashback. (gasps) Yes, what happened? Harry's alive. Oh, good. But his heart is beating out of his chest. And Dexter's like, I want to touch it. Let me feel. He, He goes full Kalima from Temple of Doom and is like, let me touch your heart. I want to touch it. Oh, I love it. It's so much. I think that's the line from Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, definitely it. I love it. Oh. 
and then he got eaten by crocodiles. Yeah, that's it. So we get into, <laughs> we get into the interrogation room where Batista is interrogating Ava and is basically, you want to testify? So we get to the Chino, a little Chino interrogation. <laughs> and I have another one for you. Yes. Doke's sitting across from Chino. Yeah. Because of the size difference, <laughs> it looks like one of those perspective shots from Lord of the Rings. <gasps> with Frodo and Gandalf, but like they're sitting like nine feet apart. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks like yeah. Dokes is like actually yeah. further away and little Chino's closer to us. It was <laughs> shocking that there wasn't a ring whispering <laughs> shit on the table. <laughs> My goodness. Well, bad news, because Ava likes heroin, so Ava can't testify. God damn it. Here's my PSA. Kids, it's been a while since I've talked to you. So huddle up next to your parents' AirPods, and let's let's learn a lesson. Kids, Uh don't do drugs. No. Because someday you might need to testify against their murderer. That's right. And if you do drugs, then your testify is bullshit. DA's not a fan of that. The more you know. The more you know. Ugh, so this this gets me to the... Uh, all right, so we get to the fucking ocean. Here's my oh. issue. Here's my issue. It's fucking treasure hunters. Yeah! Like, it's the, the Miami equivalent of ice road truckers. <laughs> or, yes! Uh, hey, we're the, I, we're the snow crab uh, yeah. net... Hunter people. Yeah. It was just a fucking treasure hunter. So that that sucks. Go get those gold, boys. I really liked that they found Dexter's cleaver down there because when he threw it out when the Castillos and he was freaked out. Yeah. That was a nice touch. Very nice touch. I love the detail. Uh, We find a bunch of garbage bags, body parts. What kills me about this is that you see this. They're they're on this kind of reef. Yeah. There is this crevice. Yeah. It's right there. And he just and maybe he even got a few in. But it looks like he just kind of, not missed, because of course he's like, oh, they're fine down there. But if he could have just aimed just, it better. Yeah, just aimed it just a little bit further down. We'll talk about this at the end. Oh, my but God. But if we're at Dexter's apartment, ring, 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 ring. Oh, uh, hello? Hi. <laughs> Except it was Dexter calling her, so that's not fair. That's Point not is, fair. <laughs> Dex is trying to convince Rita to take Deb out so he can go out for a kill. What I think is interesting, though, is that it it does feel like that scene with Sean the mechanic, coincidentally enough. Yes. It, in season one where he's lying to Rita to go on a double date with Deb. Yep. And he hasn't done this in a while, which I guess kind of shows how desperate he is. He's super desperate. Yeah. He's desperate enough that he says bye at the end of that call. I'm just well, saying. Well, I won't lie. I'm a little disappointed, but I know your heart is in the right place. Here's my thing. <laughs> super heads up. Um, I understand why it's good. Rita does have, appropriately, I don't think it's a bad thing up her butt, but she does have a bit of a problem this whole season. She's a little more annoyed than she normally gets. Yes. Start the whole season. So if we complain about Rita this season, it'll just be this season. It's just this season. And, 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 And I think the word that I would use to describe Rita in this season is she's a little prickly. Oh, that's better and less sexist. So thank you. Yeah, I got you back. I don't have a Twitter for that reason. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm going to be racist on Twitter. Oh my uh, god! Oh my god! Well, Deb refuses and works out, but then Dex gives her the line. When do I ask for anything? Ah, oh, uh, 
which is a good way to put it. And I love. Did you that, have to put it that way? <laughs> I love that she calls him a bunghole because it's one of the few times she insults someone, and it's not a swear. Yeah, right. Very rare. This gives Dex the opportunity to get to the bowling alley, where he's going under the guise of practice. Because at first, I'm like, hey. Where are the guys? How are you going to sell this? Because if Dokes gets to work the next day, and Batista's like, no, I was in bed eating ramen noodles and crying. Then <laughs> Dokes would know, but he puts it under the guise of practice. Which yeah. Dokes says, fuck it and leaves. And Very um, good. I like to think that he he's leaving because there was something on that night. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, Dokes was like, I, I have to, well, this, this frees me up to go watch The Amazing Race. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love The Amazing Race. I watch it with my mothers and my sisters. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> what, what, what else was on TV during 2007? Survivor? That might Survivor. Be- he- Heroes? He-, he had to go watch his episode of Heroes. I would love it if he was watching Heroes. <laughs> oh my god, right. I gotta go see if, if, if it was Peter Petrelli survived that explosion. Yeah! <laughs> what happened to Nathan's face? It's all fucked up. <laughs> Go save the cheerleader. My mothers and sisters, they love the cheerleader, but I love the flying guy. <laughs> All right. So he went, he went to go watch his superhero show. Yeah, that's right. And uh, back at the precinct, we're in the kitchen. And as LaGuerta is getting some coffee or whatever, burning the midnight oil, if you will. Uh-huh. Pascal comes in having a full domestic in the bullpen. Oh, man. Yelling match. Pascal is an interesting character. Up until this point, she has been extremely calm and quiet and and mm-hmm. very professional. Very reserved. Yes. yes. And wow, as soon as they're out of the elevator, she's screaming and yelling and it's it's a lot. So, I would be under the impression that the precinct has someone there 24 hours. I would at assume the front that. Desk. Which means that as lieutenant of homicide, Pascal waved Bertrand in. Yeah. And allowed the conversation. She could have just been like, no, don't don't let this guy in. Yeah. So anyway, that's she, a fun fact. Yeah, yeah, she already threw away three dozen roses. LaGuardia <laughs> trying to hide is hilarious. <laughs> and yeah, after Pascal's fiance leaves, Pascal goes on venting mode with LaGuardia and admits that there are problems with the fiance. She, she confesses a bunch of shit, like she thinks he's fucking some bitch, and I can smell it on him, which I've never liked that. It's a really good cheating person. It's a really good line for uh-huh. the paranoid person that's getting cheated on. I really like it. But oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an unsettling line. I like it. It's also LaGuardia's, the look on her face, she is so uncomfortable. She's, I am not here to gossip. You know who is here to gossip? Ooh, who? Hey, let me tell you something. Because I fucking need your help. Paul. Well, I'm not like these guys. I'm not a fucking A. Whoa, I'm not like them. Whoa, I'm going very Yogi Bear. Yeah, you- that's what it is. You're picking the best. Hey, Rita, you gotta give me those kids. <laughs> I just need that shoe. All right, so let's let's <laughs> switch because he starts asking for the shoe. Yes, he does. And uh, how can I? How have you found the shoe? I found the shoe. You found the shoe. Now, now I can uh, the Christopher Walken joke with my shoe. You remember, <laughs> remember that one from before? We do it again. No. Huh? No. If you call your lawyer, there will be no shoe. What? Come on. What do you... What? Come on. I need more shoe. <laughs> like that sketch? 
like that sketch that instead he of did. cowbell i need that shoe i have a fever and the only prescription is more shoe Paul, Paul uh, begs Rita not to hang up that fucking phone. And Rita tells him to stop blaming people for your problems. Oh! she hangs up and he beats the shit out of the phone with the receiver. Yeah, he and is. Also, we didn't mention it, but every time we have seen him, every new scene, he's got a new injury. Yeah. Like he's got the he's got the busted lip when he's hanging out with the kids. Oh, I and had in a, this one he's got a black eye. With the lip, I had a problem in the in the lab. No, I just it wasn't me that attacked Batista. Oh. Pull right. from last season, very good. So, we get to the a tattoo parlor where the 29th Street Kings get their tattoos yeah. and little Chino's getting a new one. So, Gosh. one man's slide box is another man's drippy bloody heart. That's it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's get into this. Let's do it. Chino gets into his car. Oh my goodness! There are a lot of chickens in that car. <laughs> I'm not saying that Dexter does not have the fortitude and planning and sneakiness to uh-huh. pull this off, but he doesn't have it this episode. So I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't. It, the scene wasn't. Chino comes out of the tattoo parlor. His car door is open. There's like two chickens inside. And Dex is like chasing one around. Yeah. Like that's what this has been. But like he can't cut a cheek. He can't kill people. He can't do shit. He can't get his wiener up. But he can put like a dozen chickens in a car. Right. I'm just saying. I'm impressed. It's, it, he's got a little bit of skill. But only with chickens. It reminded me of the actual act of putting the chickens in the car. Reminded me of in The Office. In season four finale, yes! Toby, when Dwight and Meredith are trying to put a raccoon in Holly's car, and it's <laughs> awkward and it's uncomfortable and it's weird, and they get caught because there are people on this earth and yeah. they can see obvious things. Right? Anyway. Oh my God. Uh, little Chino gets two doses of M99s. Yes, he does. He's a big boy. Uh, Dex takes him back to the voodoo store back room and starts setting up the kill room. But why talk about that? When we could go out for some some drinks, perhaps yes. some wings. But hey, let's just have a good time. Let's have a girls' night out. Girls' night. Mm, girls' night. Mm. It's a bit awkward. A little bit at first. They bond it over is. Paul a little bit. Yeah. B- before Rita starts complaining about Paul in front of Deb. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. And then, like, two seconds later, she just keeps going. It, well, yes, she does. Rita's complaining about Paul in front of Deb. Deb makes a few jokes about the ice truck killer, like, oh, at least he paid for my meals. And then after apologizing, Rita continues to complain about Paul right Uh, after she apologized, which I get, but It's, yeah, it's tough. I like the scene because Rita admits to missing the good parts of Paul, in which case Deb corrects her saying, no, you don't miss him. You miss how he made you feel about yourself. Oh, beautiful, Um, beautiful line. I loved that scene. But getting... Deb to admit that right now, uh, Rita sucks a little bit. She's just, she's not being very aware of her situation. No. Um, Deb goes up to the bar, and here's here's something that's really funny. The first time I watched this, yeah, this scene is, it's a little cringy in that it's supposed to be, and it, it's it's a little hard to watch, uh, But and you're supposed to be like, oh no, Deb, oh no, she's kind of cracked or losing it. Fuck no. In 2021, I don't give a fuck 
Yeah. If a, if a woman is not responding to you and you touch her, she Don't. can feel free to break his nose. Like, yes. Back in, like, what, 2009, 2012, whenever I watched this, uh, yeah, it was, it was, hey, oh no, that poor man. Now I'm like, yeah, don't fucking touch, yeah. This isn't even about PTSD at this point. <laughs> Fuck you, don't touch her. Don't touch her. I, don't touch her. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. And, and I mean, I, this whole episode, every time she gets recognized, of course it's a cringy fucking man that's just creeping up on her. I don't think that last man was cringy. He seemed very nice. It, if, you, if, if you recognize someone from the news and you recognize, oh, that's that's a person that was a victim, don't, don't even fucking you're, approach you're gonna, them. You, this is all the shit you could have said at Sean the Mechanic. I don't think that this guy was doing that. He didn't know who she was. I think this was a very nice man and that's how they were trying to paint it. Because if he was mm. a dick, you wouldn't feel bad for him. He was overly nice to her and she hit him. And that's where that drama is supposed to come from. But I think that, yeah, 2021... Yeah, it's a little bit different. Just, just don't touch don't her. Don't uh, We get back to the voodoo store kill room where Dex fucks up the cheek slice. And as he does that, Chino fully hulks out and escapes. <laughs> yeah. There is no other way of putting that. He fully, fully hulks out. And we get the reminder that it has been 39 days, 22 hours, and 18 minutes uh, since he killed his brother. God damn damn dexter well let's take a break with a flashback where dex is a young teenage dex we haven't been clarifying that that's fine uh <laughs> teenage dex is on a building and he's holding his heart and then harry sneak attacks and it's like what do you think you're doing you can't kill yourself dexter and i really liked his voice crack he's like there's gotta be a better way it's very good yeah Thump. like he was legitimately worried like you don't get points for dying, Dex. And you do really get, even through the lies and shit, you really fucking, they underline how good of a dad fucking Harry was. Like, Ugh. there's no reason this guy, I almost feel bad for Deb because she would have had the best father-daughter relationship if it wasn't for Dex, but Holy then again, ba 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 alternate timeline. Um, Ugh, but yeah, it's very good. And I, and I love young Dexter going like, no, I don't want to die. I want to feel alive. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, 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 uh, he's like, I just want to feel alive. And then uh, Harry goes in for an epic dad hug. It's it a good dad hug. It looked good. looked good. So we get to Rita's house where Dex pulls up, and he says some very revealing things. Like, I wouldn't normally seek comfort in times of, you know, stress or loss or whatever. But I just, yeah. all I can think, and then, and then he goes too far. So he's like, all I can think of are like the kids and the smell of the kitchen and Rita's the warmth of her flesh. And I'm like, Dex, Dex, you too far. Well, Just a little bit. It's only with the word flesh. Yeah. If he said the warmth of her skin, that is beautiful and yeah. sensual. Don't call it flesh. Yeah. So but, close, Dexter. You were so close. There's a VR game by Justin Roiland, the creator of uh, Rick and Morty, or one mm. of them, called Trover saves the universe. Yes. And in it, you go to a place called Flesh World. Yes. And it's that same type of just cringe, that flesh. Just, it's, not, it's not good. That's not a. No. That's. No, it's not an attractive word. Well, speaking of. Nope, not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> Rita's outside <laughs> and smoking and crying. Oh. And yes, she is. The prison called and the. Whoa, hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa, hey. I'm dead. Uh, Dex doesn't oh. know how to react. And with his, oh, 
oh, like he really doesn't get it, and because he's looking at it too logically. And, yeah. Yeah. Paul got into a fight after the phone call. He was angry, and it was a prisoner altercation. Rita's all, I have to tell the kids their dad is dead, and I could have helped him. How? Dex tells, he's like, well, no, Paul was in prison. And she's like, that's right. That's right, he was. He was in prison. Paul was in prison. There was a Paul, and they put him in a prison. That's where he was, Dexter. He was in prison. (laughs) Poor Dex. Just Yeah, yeah, it it was his fault. And Rita, ooh, questions him. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And it's that it's that moment that you've seen with Rita so many times with Paul, where she's considering something, and then she's like, oh, "No, what am I doing?" Yeah, and you do get a little bit of that of of yeah, which is great. But she breaks down and uh, realizing Paul still has a hold on her, and she's grieving. It's a very yeah. complex. It's good. really good, and yeah, like she she feels so much guilt. Yeah, and it's it's not only guilt for his death, but it's also yeah, like she does. Because she found the fucking shoe. She's like, ah, it's, yeah. yeah, she's so torn. And it's, it's, yeah, it's very good. It's very sad. Uh, we get back to Dexter's apartment where Dexter's the one knock, knock, knocking on the door. And Deb is like, well, shut the fuck up. We got to get over here. We have news. We have a news to, to view. We have news to views. Yes. And, <laughs> and she scrolls back onto the TiVo. <laughs> TiVo to, does she really? <laughs> Yes, she oh, does. <laughs> I just thought it was. I, I don't think we saw the actual TiVo. Sure, but it's, she scrolls yeah. back on the <laughs> cable. Like it's got to be TiVo. I remember TiVo and being like, "Yeah, this is great. You can just record shit." I think I watched yeah. all of season five of Thirty Rock because my grandma TiVoed it or something. Oh my god! And and then do you remember losing space on the TiVo? Yes. Everyone erased my bones. My bones! bones! (laughs) All right. So, no, there was an underwater graveyard that was discovered. Dexter's underwater graveyard. These bodies were found in heavy-duty garbage bags, and I'm kind of upset they didn't name him there. Because I really really would have loved the, we have the hefty, hefty, hefty killer. (laughs) I'm like, yay. That's a bad name. Look, I'm just saying, Ice Truck Killer was not a good name. No, but Hefty, Hefty, Hefty Killer is really good. So there's another, uh, without getting into spoilers, there's another killer later on in the seasons where they gave him kind of a name, silly name like Ice Truck Killer, right? Yeah. And they just stop calling him that and they they abbreviate it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And having that in my head... I was really surprised there wasn't one moment in season one where they called I, the ice truck killer ITK. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, where's ITK? But anyway, it's uh, like ice truck killer was bad. But, but, oh, that, oh that's shit. The, they have Dexter shit and his heart's beating. And, oh, yeah. He's, who he's, he's feeling alive. But how much does he like it? Oh, my God. Well, and it's also, it's Deb going like, there's at least. 30 bags and they're still hunting maybe i can find some peace yeah. oh the shit it's pretty crazy and that's a great uh setup for the beginning of the season oh um, shit excited it's gonna be great dexter is in some shit yes um i think that that's all i have for the non-spoiler portion awesome yeah me yep we we've already covered it it's perfect right. awesome so 
Great. Wonderful, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Starting off on season two. Oh, I'm so excited to get into this. Uh, yes, please tell us what you're excited about with this season. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Our email is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. We're also on the socials, too. And yeah, that's that's it. Unless... Shut up. Shut up. It's Dexter time. It is Dexter time. Uh, no, I- I'm honest to God. The only things I really have to say in the spoilers in the spoiler section is I fucking love LaGuerta throughout this whole episode. Oh my God, right? Fucking it, particularly with the Bertram scene. <gasps> um, yeah, because she's hiding from Pascal and you're like, oh yeah, this is awkward. You wouldn't want to know. But she's hiding from Bertram. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's amazing. Well, and also... I do have this question every time with Pascal, and she's like, I can smell him, I can smell him. If LaGuardia is wearing that heavy a perfume, how can Pascal not match up those smells when she's around LaGuardia? I would like to think LaGuardia is smart enough to change her perfume. That's fair. I would also say that I think that, I don't think it's the perfume that, Pascal, I think she... Oh, sure. And also, I, th- I think there's later on when I think she's talking to Masuka to try to get him to test a clothing, <laughs> a Bertram suit. There's a smell. But I think she's she's like, I think she's like, I smell a woman. And I think that, I do think that there is something to that, that we wash our pillows and everything, but they do smell like us. And I do think that there is a distinct smell to like, oh, this is a lady pillow and this is a guy pillow, even if you're not like wearing copious amounts of aftershave or perfume yeah that's fair yeah okay i got you i but got you i also loved yeah speaking of the smell on him i loved laguerta's face when pascal's at her desk and it's just yeah like, i know that he's fucking somebody. she is she is overboard uncomfortable and it's hilarious because it's fucking her it's fucking her right. the whole time and it's like you you think she's uncomfortable be, just because of the overshare Oh, that extra layer. It's just num, 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 num. I've been really happy with LaGuerta through the last season plus that I, I think you can go through this and really kind of be annoyed by certain side characters. But yeah. I, I'm having a blast with all of LaGuerta from beginning to end. Oh, a thousand percent. She's wonderful. Like just, yeah, super entertaining. Perfect. I think that's all I got. Awesome. I didn't have any spoilers this time. I just, I'm just enjoying, I'm enjoying the ride. Looking forward to everything this season. This season is going to be so much fun, guys. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So yes, please. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for reaching out. And yeah, we, we look forward to hearing more from you and I hope you were looking forward to hearing more from us. And uh, yeah, our our email again, till death do us watch at gmail.com and we're till death do us watch on all the socials. Please I, reach out. I maybe should have said this before the spoiler section, but uh, we're still trying to figure out our schedule. Oh um, yeah. We, we, we're trying to get an episode out we, um, every day during the week. Yeah, um, we're having we're trying to figure out exactly how to schedule that. So if our episodes are a little late or whatever, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll be consistent, but it should be uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah, exactly. So and and if we miss one, you'll probably get two the next day. But, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You'll you'll definitely at least get those five episodes a week 
So thank you for bearing with us and sticking with us. We really, oh, really appreciate and it. Last week we did do four because of the holiday weekend, but oh, yeah. I scheduled it incorrectly and it went out on Monday. It, but it, it all still fit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway, thank you guys. Yes. This, this won't matter in like a week, but thank you guys. <laughs> yes, thank you guys so much and we'll catch you on the flippity flip up. Hey, forget about it. Hey. Hey.